Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Alternative Food Network's podcast series, Plant-Based Diet. I'm Esther Garfin, host of this series, and today I'm speaking with cookbook author and plant-based lifestyle coach, Kathy Davis, about how to transition to plant-based eating in a healthy way, and what being whole food plant-based is all about. Kathy herself lost 35 pounds on a plant-based diet after setting a goal to eat more plants and less processed foods. And after our initial chat, Kathy is going to go into the kitchen and make an easy broccoli, chickpea, and walnut salad with maple mustard dressing. So you'll not only walk away with helpful information about plant-based eating, but also you're going to have a new recipe. Welcome to the show, Kathy. So nice to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Esther. I really appreciate being here and just the opportunity to share my story with your audience. And speaking of your story, you are an educator by trade and a plant-based foodie by passion. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. I always dreamed of being a teacher and wanted to share my gifts with the world and inspire people. And I did, you know, 10 years of teaching. And as I was wrapping that up, we relocated and I found plant-based eating. And the more research that I did with plant-based eating, the more I found ways that it would help and change people's lives. And my own story of it changing my life really led me to this position of wanting to inspire others to eat more plants and share the methods and the tips and the recipes that I fell in love with and really educate people on the power of plants, but also how to make that plant-based lifestyle really easy and fit into their already busy lives. And, and you mentioned it changed your life. How so? Well, I've been an ethical vegan for about seven years, and I ate everything on the vegan spectrum, right? I tried things from raw vegan recipes to the full-on vegan junk foods, all the processed yummy goodness that the, the market is now really, really flooded with in a good way. And I also tried a lot of whole food plant-based options. And about a year and a half ago, I stepped on the scale to weigh our cats to order some medications for them. And I was shocked at my weight. And I say shocked in a way that I knew I didn't feel good, you know, just laggy, kind of foggy mind. My clothes fit kind of tight, but I was shocked to see that the number was as high as it was. And it really made me take a step back and say, wow, I started eating plant-based vegan to be healthy. And I've really let all of these amazing foods kind of make their way into my daily habits. I think I need to take a step back. I think I need to take a step and look at how I can make my daily habits align with that overall wellness, ideal weight, and really, you know, maximize the power of plants. 
So I cleaned up my vegan diet to eat a more whole food, plant-based, mostly unprocessed recipes and foods and meals. And I was able to lose 40 pounds, keep it off for the last year, and really level up my energy to a point where I'm sleeping better, I'm excited to get up in the morning, I'm more confident in my clothes. And honestly, the biggest lifestyle change was that I'm happier. I have found a way to make plant-based eating so easy for my everyday life, no matter where I am or what restaurants I'm in or what grocery stores, I've found that this way of eating has really made a huge impact on my overall health and wellness. Yeah, and it's very important to to talk about the fact that I think a lot of people think that when if you're vegan, you're automatically eating healthy, and that's not the case necessarily because there are a lot of vegan products with a long, long list of ingredients in them. So I'm very happy that we're talking about healthy eating. I mean, that's what Alternative Food Network is all about anyways. But um, could you go into a little bit more detail about what exactly is a whole food plant-based diet? Absolutely. So a whole food plant-based diet is really one where the primary foods that you eat day-to-day, meal-to-meal, are comprised of whole plant foods. So things like beans, whether you cook them yourself or get some in a can, whole grains such as farro, frica, oats, uh, brown rice, seeds like quinoa, pumpkin seeds, and then my favorite whole plant food are potatoes, white potatoes, russet potatoes, red potatoes, sweet potatoes. It really is about elevating your recipes and your meals with foods that are as close to nature intended and minimalizing those refined products, such as oil, which often is controversial in the in the market because a lot of people find oil to be healthy or have read articles where it says oil is healthy. But the health benefit really comes from those whole plant fats, things like the actual olive or the actual avocado or the actual walnut and flax. So those healthy whole plant foods that are not processed. A whole food plant-based diet also minimalizes the use of refined sugars and refined carbohydrates. So level up those potatoes, skip those overly processed fries from the freezer section that have tons of ingredients that you can't pronounce. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And to help with this way of eating, you, uh, you started writing cookbooks, right? You, you have, how many cookbooks have you written so far? I have three plant-based cookbooks on the market. They're available wherever books are sold. A lot of people like to grab them from Amazon, but you can actually snag the ISBN number and get them wherever books are sold. So if you want to support your local bookshop, you can do that as well. And speaking of the cookbook, actually, for our newsletter subscribers, we're going to be doing a cookbook giveaway of one of your cookbooks. So um, for those who are listening, if you're not already a subscriber, just go to our website at alternativefoodnetwork.com and subscribe and you'll get a monthly newsletter that also includes new recipes and discounts. And this time it will also have a cookbook giveaway that Kathy has graciously agreed to do. Now, I wanted to ask you, Kathy, uh, 
in addition to, do, to authoring cookbooks, you also coach people on how to transition to plant-based eating. So I was curious to know, what are some of the questions that you are regularly asked? That's an interesting question, Esther. I find that the top two questions that I get most of the time are, one, I don't know what to cook. I don't know what to eat. Are there, are there easy recipes or do I have to buy a bunch of crazy ingredients? And two, how do I stick to this and make this work when either my family doesn't eat this way or my lifestyle doesn't really allow the flexibility? I always come back to their goal. So I work a lot with my clients on goal setting. And so if they're looking for easy recipes, the best thing about eating whole plant foods is the ingredients are readily available. We are not eating processed vegan foods. If they're looking to eat the foods that are as close to nature intended, those foods are readily available at the grocery store. Beans, potatoes, rice, vegetables, fruit, you can buy them whole, or you can even buy them now packaged in your grocery store and make super simple recipes or meals because I like to recommend people find those go-to meals that don't require a lot of recipes or a lot of steps, um, which is why I really wanted to bring that super easy plant-based cookbook to the market because I found a lot of my clients were trying to plan multi-step recipes on busy weeknights. And I wanted to bring it back and remind them that this can be as easy or as difficult as you make it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're suggesting, you know, again, using whole foods um, and not making it very complicated, does it come down to interesting uh, dressings and sauces? I mean, what's going to make it taste good? Yes, definitely the sauces, the spices, the, the flavors that you add. I use a lot of citrus juices and vinegars to enhance the flavor of the recipes. I use a lot of spices, things like dill, garlic powder, onion powder, fresh herbs help to really brighten up salads. And a lot of times I will do a convenient store-bought barbecue sauce, maybe with low sugar or no oil, Mm that can complement roasted sweet potatoes and roasted broccoli or grilled vegetable skewers over brown rice. So easily taking those familiar foods and adding more of those to your, to your menu plan. And uh, the, the other part of this episode, you're going to actually make a recipe for people to listen to. And if they want to cook along, they can, they can make it as well. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
now, in this part of the episode, Kathy's going to go uh, into her kitchen, which I might add, Kathy is living in an RV. Um, I mean, she can explain that a little bit more, but she literally is just walking a couple steps into her kitchen now. <laughs> and she's going to be preparing a broccoli, chickpea, and walnut salad with a maple mustard dressing. So I'm going to tell the listeners the ingredients so they can join along in the kitchen. Um, but listeners, if you simply just want to listen to this quick recipe right now, uh, you can always save the episode for another time when you're ready to make the salad. So for this recipe, for those that want to, to make it right now, you can always just pause the recording and gather the ingredients. The ingredients are two cups chopped broccoli florets, one 15-ounce canned chickpeas drained and rinsed, a half a cup chopped walnuts, one teaspoon dry dill, a quarter teaspoon onion powder, and one batch of a maple mustard dressing, which Kathy is also going to be making. And that is comprised of four tablespoons of a spicy brown mustard, four tablespoons pure maple syrup, two teaspoons seasoned rice vinegar, and two teaspoons of tahina. Now, Kathy, I have two questions on the dressing. One, since it calls for a spicy mustard, what if someone's not too into spice? Yes, I like to substitute a stone ground mustard. I really like the seed because it usually has those little bits of seed that still left the mustard seed. I just love the way that that adds to the broccoli. So spicy mustard or a stone ground mustard. Both are very easy to find at a normal grocery store. And um, I'm allergic to sesame. So I would not, for example, be able to add the trina into this dressing. So what, what do you suggest? Just leave it out or do I have to replace it with something? The dressing is very delicious without the tahini. The tahini adds a little bit of creaminess. So you could add, if you have Dijon mustard on hand, you could add a little Dijon mustard. It provides a little bit more of the emulsification because it's a thicker mustard sometimes than the stone ground. You could leave it out. If you wanted a little creaminess, you could add in a couple of teaspoons of a non-dairy milk or maybe a plant-based yogurt mm -hmm. if you wanted that creamy that creamy texture. All right. Well, now I'm going to pass it along to you. And if you also could tell the listeners the health benefits, that would be great. Yes. So the broccoli, chickpea, and walnut salad with the maple mustard dressing is on page 33 in the Super Easy Plant-Based Cookbook. And what I love about this salad is it comes together so easily and it's packed with some major nutritional benefits. So broccoli is really high in a compound of called sulforaphane. And when you eat chopped broccoli, you really help to absorb that sulforaphane, which has lots of anti-cancer and anti-diabetic properties. But adding the mustard has gives it even more benefits because mustard has is high in an enzyme called myrosinase, which really helps to maximize the absorption of that sulforaphane. So I love to get these, I call them my sciency tips from <laughs> nutritionfacts.org. It's really one of my favorite resources. And I typically find it there and then we'll do another quick Google search just to see where else I can pick up any other pointers. But 
I love this salad because it's flavorful and also packs that nutritional punch. So I use two cups of cooked fresh broccoli florets, which I've prepared, and I'm going to put them into my large mixing bowl. And then I'm going to add in the can of drained and rinsed chickpeas. Now I used a can this time, but you could easily cook your own chickpeas at home. And when you cook your own, one and a half cups of cooked chickpeas is approximately the amount in a can. So I'll add those chickpeas to the mixing bowl. And then we'll, we'll also add in a half a cup of chopped walnuts. I like uh, raw walnuts, but you could easily use salted. Uh, but the chopping is important because then they are like little bite-sized pieces throughout the salad. We'll add those to the mixing bowl. Last up, just going to mix those together. Last up, we will sprinkle in our teaspoon of dried dill and a fourth of a teaspoon of onion powder. I'm going to give that a quick mix. Now let's make a batch of the maple mustard dressing. That is on page 15. So for the maple mustard dressing, we are going to whisk together four tablespoons of the spicy brown mustard, four tablespoons of the pure maple syrup, two teaspoons of the seasoned rice vinegar, and two teaspoons of the tahini. Now, my tip for making this is I use one tablespoon cookie scoops because ingredients like the mustard and the maple syrup often stick in the measuring spoons. So those one, one tablespoon cookie scoops make it so easy to get everything out and get all the last drops. So we'll just whisk those ingredients together and then we will pour them over the chickpeas, broccoli, and walnuts. And then using a spatula so that you can gently stir. Well, first I'm gonna get all the last bits of that dressing out. And then we'll use our rubber spatula and just mix everything together. And how long will this stay in the fridge? Well, it's an interesting question. It doesn't last very long in our house because we like to eat it. But I tell people usually three to five days for any of these fresh salads. We don't use a lot of ingredients that have preservatives. So you want to be mindful of how long you're keeping those fresh ingredients in the refrigerator. Once your salad is all mixed together and it's evenly coated, you can transfer it to a serving bowl or to an airtight container. And like Esther said, place it in the refrigerator. We find that it's really delicious right now, but it also is delicious a few hours later once the broccoli has had time to absorb that dressing. Hmm, I think I know what I'm going to make for lunch. <laughs> it sounds great. Thank you so much. And Kathy, um, if someone wants to find you, where's the best place for them to do that? Absolutely. So I run a free Facebook group called the Veg Inspired Foodies, and I'm an active moderator so I post every day. We have recipes, threads, tips, and tricks on plant-based eating. And I also host a weekly live show there where I talk all things plant-based. You can also follow me on Instagram at VegInspired for daily inspiration.
All right. Well, great. Thank you so much. It's a bit of a hybrid episode. We hope people have enjoyed listening to it. And uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Yes, Esther, thank you so much. And thank you to the Alternative Food Network to really having me here and allowing me to share my story. I love inspiring people to eat more plants. And this is a great way to do it by sharing easy recipes. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you. To all of you listening, I hope you found this podcast helpful. As always, we'd love it if you can leave a rating wherever you're listening to the podcast. And if you have any particular comments about the recipe portion of this episode, we'd love to hear from you. On Facebook and Instagram, you can message us at Alternative Food Network, or you can email us your comments to info at alternativefoodnetwork.com. Lastly, if you're looking for trusted and credible information about food as medicine and interviews with physicians, we have another series called Doctors Plus. So that's doctors with a plus sign, where we interview medical doctors about a variety of food as medicine topics. So I invite you to check that one out as well. Until next time, thanks again for listening. All content provided or opinions expressed in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek advice from your doctor or other qualified healthcare practitioner. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.